Hey, what's going on, guys? Thank you all for listening. My name is Cody, and you were listening to The Stutterer. And if my voice sounds a bit different this time, I am in the middle of getting over the flu, and my voice is a bit weaker than usual. So if y'all are wondering about that, don't worry. I'm doing just fine. It's just trying to get through it. And while while the thoughts are on my mind and the ideas I have for the episodes still come, I want to be able to give it to y'all while it's on my heart. I I don't write these down. I don't make a script before I begin. And in the future, maybe it'll develop. But as a stutterer, I never liked the idea of making a script or someone reading something to you because I've always understood the importance of your voice when you don't have one. It's disingenuous to me when somebody simply read something to somebody versus looking them in the eye and speaking to them like hearts connected, like, like you're trying to inspire people and you can't do that when you're reading something you can't, people can't feel that when you're just looking down, looking at your script, they want to see all of that thrown away and to just have you and your hands free looking at them and speaking to them. And I've always had a sense for that. As a stutterer, I, in a way, the kind of difficulty with speech I had was to the point that I couldn't speak at all sometimes. Some days I just felt like I I lost my voice. And I developed a sense for... for, for body language, almost like sign language where it's not so much of the hand signs, but more of physical, physical gestures and symbolism. The idea of simply looking into someone's eye when they talk, when they talk to you, having conversational mirroring, which means you repeat the statements they make, you nod your head, you acknowledge them, you have a question or a compliment for something every once in a while. It's like a dance where you, your goal is to have them feel heard and wanted as you would want to be. And that is a difficult thing for people to learn, especially with, with social media now when so many people are, are, are disconnected from the real world and a lot of it is, is it's losing that touch of humanity where they don't understand the importance of someone simply acknowledging someone. And that's really what, what it comes down to with genuine marketing as well. People can feel when someone actually cares. And you don't have to know anything, really, if you know people. But you can't know people by knowing nothing. You have to understand the heart of why you want to know people. And it's the same reason why you can't have a true leader who came from from rich beginnings or privileged circumstances you have to you have to have someone who really understands what it's like to be brought low to have nothing to really struggle to be able to have what you want and 
to know what it's like to have that feeling and to never let it go and to relate that into people around you. And that's why to me, the, the, um, the gospels and Christ were so important because it's understanding that example and knowing why it matters of understanding why he condemned the most religious, the richest of men, the most, the most established in society. It's because you can't be a leader with, if you've always felt superior and never knew what it's like to lose, lose everything. That's, that's really where you see the real person is what kind of person will they become if everything they've, they've ever had was lost in a moment and then all they had was themselves, then they will realize what life is really about when you disconnect from the world and then you think to yourself, who am I? And who am I in, in relevance to this world? And there's really a kind of symbolism to that as in scripture it says when i am weak then i am strong where a true leader a true king a true president knows what it's like to come from nothing and therefore he seeks out the lost and the broken and his mannerisms his actions all reflect somebody who wants the same blessings that happen to them to happen to someone else. And again, I repeat, you can't be that kind of person if you've never been there, if you've never felt that loneliness or pain. That's why Christ chose the lowliest of, of people to be his disciples they came from places that, that the world scorned and said that they were not not worthy but that was from their eyes christ said you are worthy because you have the makings of greatness in you because you know what loss feels like and you will serve and lead the world as men who want to show happiness and light to those who were the same as them you can't know how to rise until you've fallen. You can't know which direction to go until you know what's at stake. And a lot of America's personification of Christianity is in Catholics, where they believe that it is simply doing rituals or works that earn your place to heaven and you can only confess your sins to priests. And that is further, that is, that could never be further from the truth. It is not by works you are saved. It is simply Christ. It is simply believing and trusting in him and offering yourself to him, ready to lose everything and do whatever it takes to lose your life, to find it, to bear a cross and by worldly standards to risk everything, but by it, you will save your soul. 
And the only reason for that is simply to disconnect your heart from the world and to realize the intention of life. It is simply down to people. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to be educated. It is only by Christ when you will see the world as it is and want to connect with people who feel like they're all alone. And that's the makings of a leader is because they shrink their world into simply what's in front of them and not worrying about anything else. And what they see before them are people all trying to make it in this world and trying to feel like they're worth something. And how often when, would you have somebody walk up to you, shake your hand and look you in the eye and say, you know, you're looking great today and I hope you're doing all right. And not just say it because they want to make themselves feel good, but say it because they mean it. They can feel that. There's kind of a gesture in that where if you actually meant that, they'll, they'll know it. People have, a, have almost a fifth, a sixth sense. They can feel that when you actually wanted them to feel joy. Like a connection of souls where you can actually feel that difference if you are living with intention. It's why in scripture it says over and over, if you do something but have no love, then it's just noise. It's nothing. It's purpose. It's, it's pointless and without purpose. As a stutterer and losing my voice the way I did, I understood how simple it is to lose that connection with people and to feel locked inside yourself and to feel hopeless and lost like you're in a cage and no one can really understand that but what i can relate people to is the idea of feeling trapped in a world where nobody seems to care and that's really the heart of life is when you can start to build from that and in this current world, everybody will tell you this or that on ways to make quick money and to, for, and to forget the real purpose of life and to simply look out for yourself. And I can tell you that this world has gone down a dark path where people are continually forgetting the heart of life and are simply out here for themselves and then wonder why their life is so empty and pointless. They wonder to themselves why they don't feel happy. Even with all the money in the world, they wonder why, why is this not good? Why, why do I not feel fulfilled? Because even if you have the biggest house in your city, have all the possessions in the world, you just walk around that house and you're still you. And you assess the relationships around you and the purpose and fulfillment of your life. And you think to yourself, I'm still poor in spirit. I don't have the fulfillment, the relationships, and the joy that I'm trying to feel. My spirit feels dead. And yet I have all the money in the world. So what do I do? Then the answer isn't in money. And that's why Christ said to the rich man who asked what it takes to follow him. And he said, sell all that you have, give all that you have to the poor and follow me. Forget everything you once were and leave it all behind for, for a new life. And he said, no. 
and Christ left him. It's because your heart is bound to this world if you have invested all your all of your life into it. It's an investment. If you invest in the spiritual side of the world, you will see people. You will see the heart and spirit of life. One cannot serve two masters. And sure, you can have a moral and righteous man who is rich. But to be a true Christian, you have to be ready to give it all away for something better. The world is broken and lost right now. And you can all feel that. It is a place right now where people are all questioning the reason for existence. And I had the blessing of growing up in a time where, where media was more genuine and real. I watched all of the kids' movies as a child that many kids don't watch now. I grew up in a time where where life was gen- was genuine, people were real. It's because of the lack of cell phones and the can and the beginning development of technology where people were more connected with each other and it's slowly degraded simply because phones have made life more syn- life more synthetic and and based on reaction. It's all based on the idea of getting attention, but it's not real. And I feel right now that the world is reaching a point where they have run into their own wall. They've reached the bottom where they now realize that something is missing and they're starting to turn away from it. And they're looking for what's next. They realize this is not what they wanted. And sometimes that's what it takes for someone to go down that path to reach the bottom and then realize now why they need to change something. That's sometimes what it takes. If they would refuse you saying to not go down that path, then let them. And, and as they fall, they will realize themselves and they'll never go to go down that path again. But really the mark of a true Christian is in a man who reflects the image of God. And what that means is to show love, to be genuine. And I don't mean the love that people define these days where it's just, oh, love everything, be cool with everything. No, love people as individuals and show them the mercy and love of God by that you are merciful and kind to them, not seeking anything else except to live by example so that they notice that Holy Spirit within you and see something different than what the world shows. A lot of people, no, that's wrong. All, all people are broken in their own way. And even those that the world calls evil have a story that brought them to where they are. And that's really what it comes down to is realizing that this world is a broken and and it's a tra- it's a tragedy to see so many people crying out for help each and every single day with no one to hear them because they wouldn't know what to do either. They're in the same place. And it's connecting on that level that we're all trying to make it. We're all scared. 
And it's why we have to look to a higher power. No man can lead because they are the very same. They're scared and they don't know what to do either. They can pretend to know what to do, but they don't because they're also fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinful and broken in our own way. And that's why you can't win battles by conflict. You have to connect on the level that they, they're, they're as broken as you are. And that's where redemption and faith comes in. That's where there is no other answer except some, something else beyond ourselves. And that's why it is stated, when you are weak, then you are strong. And what I came across was Romans 12, which the first verse says, I appeal to you, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. And then there's a passage in it that says, that's called the marks of a true Christian that states, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection and, and joy, outdo one another in showing honor, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in, tri in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repair, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Be Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will reap burning. You will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And what that last part means, which most people would think that it's showing strength to to attack your enemies. The reason it says not to is that the purpose of an enemy striking you is to see you lose yourself in that same anger that they feel, the same brokenness they feel. If you do not budge and continue to live as, as righteous men, as leaders, then they have not won and you have not lost your soul. If they cannot break you, they have not won and they never will. And they realize then the battle is within themselves. But if you feed that fire, they will think they are winning something. And a true Christian loves as they would want to be loved. 
They seek out the lost and the broken and never believe they are too high for someone lower. And you see a lot of that now in people with a class ideal where they think that they are of a higher tier of a higher population and that those below them should stay where they are. And there's a disconnect in believing that life is not about people, but merely your status, but this whole life and everything we do is about people. The world moves with the hearts and passion of people. We all wake up each and and every day for a specific reason and purpose, and then want to know where we stand in, in the grand scheme of all of this. That is where scripture is important. If you do not know why you are here, then why are you living at all? And a lot of people face that crisis. No matter how rich you are or powerful you are, you will sense something is wrong if you do not have God, because you lack fulfillment. There's something missing in you. And by design, as you were made in his image, you are made for the Holy Spirit and a greater connection with a higher power to heaven, to, to heaven itself and to be called into something more than yourselves. And the world would call it crazy, unwise, but is only by their perception that it is. But by God's will, everything is perfect. So you have to listen to it. You can't know what to do without his counsel to, to help people to bring life back into their hearts. You have to acknowledge the power of the Holy Spirit within you as you accept it and to live as he works through you. And the reason that's necessary and the way to truly accept him as your reason for life is, is when you've seen the brokenness of life, when you came from nothing and you know what it's like to lose everything and the true version of you comes out and then therefore you have an open heart exposed to whether or not you will accept that God wants to use that humility to make it into strength or deny it and continue to fall because you don't know what to do. And that's the necessity of faith and how to be a leader in the end of it all. Nothing is without purpose or reason and hope is just waiting there for you to take it. Thank you all for listening and I will talk to y'all at the next episode. Thank you all for the support and the love. And I'll talk to y'all very, very soon. Y'all take care. Bye.